You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nahumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast. Shema Sibir 
Good morning, everyone, and welcome to JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast, and here are the numbers for today. It's the 14th of February, 2016. It's the fifth day in the month of Adarishon, 5776. It's the 63rd daf in Gitten, and the temperature outside here in the uh, studios, outside of the studios, one degree. That's it, one degree. It's a veritable heat wave. Yep, and it's going up to a high of 20 degrees today, but it is sunny, that's for sure. It's going back down to 10 degrees tonight. Oh, man, it's not so cold out, it really isn't. Yeah, it's, it's when I went to get the newspapers, yep, not not too bad. One degree, yeah, you know. <laughs> In Jerusalem, 66 degrees and sunny, so we know it's warm out there, going down to a low of 50 degrees tonight. Hope you had a great week and a great Shabbos. We're here with you live as we are every Sunday morning on the Nachum Siegel Network. Proud to uh, present you with great show, great music, and programming. Rabbi Goldwasser coming up at 7.30, News from Israel at 8 o'clock. And my special guest this morning will be Aryeh Eisenberg. He's the CEO and general manager of a company named uh, called Bonim Biachad. And it is a... Um, it's an educational organization. It uh, helps tailor uh, programs to students as they need them in schools, and we'll find out all about it coming up at about uh, 8.30 this morning, so stay tuned to that. We're going to have music all morning long, keeping you warm, so uh, thanks for joining us. How about a little Isaac Beton? That's a good way of warming up, uh, warming us up right here on a JM Sunday. One degree. I love it. Samanafshi. Here on JM Sunday.
here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you as we approach 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time on this cold morning. It's one degree outside of the studios here. Our uh, our North New Jersey area studios. But it's going to get warmer. Yep, it's going to get warmer today. High of 20 degrees <laughs> and sunny. Uh, it's going back down to 10 degrees tonight and clear in Jerusalem, right now, 66 degrees and sunny. 50 degrees is the expected low tonight on this uh, 14th of February, 5th day in the month of Adar Rishon. Before Mendy Jerufi, we heard from Magen, uh, Magen David. Yep, Magen David, right, with KDS. Yeah, Magen David. David Lowy before that. Daniel Waldman and Isaac Bitone opened up our song segment for this morning at 7 o'clock following Modani with uh, Regesh. Programming continues all day long, of course, here on the stream. Great programming and encores and music mix and everything. Tomorrow morning is a legal holiday in the United States. It's a President's Day. And uh, Nachum will be in the studios bright and early, 6 a.m. tomorrow. Coming up in a few seconds, Rabbi Golwasi with Morning Chizuk. At 8 o'clock, we'll have the news from Israel live and in English. We'll find out about the, the heat wave over there relative to here. At uh, 8.30, my guest will be uh, Aryeh Eisenberg, who's the CEO and general manager of Bonin Biyachad. It's an educational organization, and we'll find out uh, we'll find out about it, all about it, uh, at 8.30, coming up at 8.30. Uh, that's our show for today. That's what we are going to get. So, right now, it is time for, uh, for Morning Chizuk, Rabbi Golwas's words, Zech Nishmas, Harav Zev, Brav Yosef Alevi, and Esther Bas, Rabbi Yosef Halevi. Here's Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Devarim, V'haya Ekev Tishma'un. The word Ekev can also mean heal. It's a reference to the Achris Hayamim, to the end of days, the time preceding Mashiach's coming. Our Svarim state, that the collective neshamas of Klal Yisrael will join together at that time to form the structure of the body. The neshamas of the Avos, of our forefathers and foremothers, will form the structure of the head, 
and our generation's neshamos will form the heel. If we take a look at the masim, the deeds, the example of our avos, we could be overwhelmed because we can't even come close to it. So if we contrast our deeds with theirs, what good do we do? The Alexander Rebbe answers that the Gemara tells us that the cow of Rebbe Lozer ben Azariah's neighbor went into the Rishus Arabim, the public domain on Shabbos, with a strap between its horns. It is forbidden to allow one's animal to carry on Shabbos. But Rebbe Lozer ruled that a strap between the cow's horn is not considered to be carrying. However, the majority opinion is that an animal wearing a strap is considered carrying, and therefore it's also for him to be on the street on Shabbos. Rebbe Lozer did not protest the Chilol Shabbos. Later, when the Chachamim reprimanded him, he accepted upon himself as a tikkun tshuva, as a rectification for his sin, a very strict regimen of fasting. He fasted so intensely that his teeth turned black. Citing this Gemara, Reb Chaim Vital asked his Rebbe, the Ariya Kadosh, if the Tzadikim, the righteous of old, fasted so intensely for even an Avera Kala, a light Avera, what will be our fate? We have so many Averas, and we don't even have the ability to do a fraction of what they did in terms of Tshuva. The Ariya Kadosh answered that a simple Krechts a cry of a Jew in our generation is worth more than countless Tanesim and Sigufim, fasts and afflictions in their generation. The great chizuk that we should have, knowing the power of the heel of our generation. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizuk. Have a nice day.
שום משפט. שם אין לך הוויה כך, אז תקבל אותי כמו שאני, ותחזק אותי אבא שלי. כי אתה אומה לרחמים, עזור מלמעלה אלוקים, אז תישאר כל הזמן לצידי, שלא אהיה לעולם לבדי. בלילות בימים בדרכים, תשמור בכל ותחזק אותי אבא שלי J.D. Gauss on the uh, app tells us that um, tells us that it's kind of warm outside <laughs> down in Florida. He says, "Let's see. Good morning from Florida's Emerald Coast. Come on down. It's a warm 35 degrees." And uh, he requested something by the Chaver. We're going to play that up next. We're going to play Chai from the Chaver. It's uh, 10 minutes, excuse me, 10 minutes to 8 o'clock here on uh, JM Sunday. Matas Weingast with you. Uh, news from Israel will be uh, coming up at 8 o'clock. And then at 8.15, we'll be joined by the one and only Nachum Siegel. He's going to be on to tell us about the great, fantastic week he had last week, with uh, starting off with the Kosher Halftime Show, which was uh, seen by so many people. It was an amazing, amazing show. And uh, then he'll talk about the trip to Israel that he took, a great solidarity trip then at 8.30, I'll be joined by uh, R.E.A. Eisenberg. He's the CEO of Bonin Biachat. It's an educational organization, and we'll talk about the work that is done by that uh, by that place. So let's go to our request, Chai, by the Chavra for J.D. Gauss down in Emerald Coast, down in the Florida Emerald Coast, where it's a warm 35 degrees. That's not so bad here. Come on. It's one degree. It's going up to 20. It's fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, here is Chai by the Chevra.
By Aaron Ben Ami here on JM Sunday. Before that, we heard the Chevra by request. Oren David Mizrach, Micha Gammerman, and Menucha in this last half hour. It's coming up at 8 o'clock. We'll get to the news from Israel in just a few seconds. My guest at 8.30 will be uh, Aryeh Eisenberg, who is CEO and general manager of Bonin Biachad. It's an educational organization. We'll find out all about it. And uh, before that, though, after the news, sandwiched right in between, Nachum Siegel is going to be on the air. And we're going to be talking about his great week that uh, just transpired with the, uh, with the unity trip to... Um, the Jewish Unity Trip to Israel, and of course, in the beginning of the week, the Great Kosher Halftime Show, which has uh, been playing to critical acclaim. Lots of people watching it, and it was really good. It was just phenomenal. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, that'll be coming up at uh, 8.15. And great programming continues, of course, all day long here on the uh, on the network, on Nachum Siegel Network. So uh, always keep attuned to... The network is a great way to listen to great programming. Uh, get the app, NSN app, and uh, 
You can also listen at NachumSiegel.com. It's time now for our news from Israel. And uh, Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Mathis. Last night, Avigdor Ben-Gam passed away. His nickname was Janusz. And he was a child Holocaust survivor from Poland who grew up to be an IDF major general. Bengal was a commander in the 7th Brigade during the Yom Kippur War. And during that war, he and his brigade blocked the Syrian attack on the Golan Heights. They saved the state of Israel. Three weeks later, they were at the gates of Damascus. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu eulogized Yanush this morning in his opening remarks at the cabinet meeting. He knew him personally. He called him an extraordinarily inspirational and level-headed commander. He was courageous, wise, and unpretentious. Netanyahu knew him after the war. His brother fought together with Yanush on the Golan Heights. The prime minister said, we've lost one of our greatest fighters. May his memory be blessed. In other news, Israel and the European Union reportedly agreed to put relations back on track. The Prime Minister spoke with EU Foreign Policy Chief Federica Mogherini. She told Netanyahu that the European Union is opposed to any boycott of Israel. Mogherini said the EU's product labeling policy is non-binding. She also said it does not reflect the European Union's position regarding the state of Israel's final borders. According to the Prime Minister, she said those borders can only be determined in direct negotiations between Israel and the Palestinian Authority. Another is making news today is the report that Vice President Joe Biden may visit Israel. Uh, his advance team is expected to arrive later today. The Prime Minister confirmed that in his opening remarks this morning. A date for the visit has yet to be determined. Turkey's Foreign Minister Ahmet Davutoglu announced yesterday that Ankara is seriously considering a ground operation in Syria. Turkey would team up with Saudi Arabia to fight the Islamic State on Syrian territory. That news coming according to reports in Turkish media. Here at home, two terrorists opened fire at IDF soldiers in Samaria this morning. They missed the target. The IDF soldiers returned fire and hit both of those terrorists, but they still managed to escape. Forces are searching for the terrorists at this time. None of the soldiers were injured in the shootout. And in a separate attack, two more terrorists were killed after they shot at Israeli soldiers on a Samaria road near Jenin. The attackers started out by throwing stones at passing vehicles. An IDF unit was sent to the scene, and the terrorists then began shooting at the soldiers who arrived. Israeli forces returned fire towards the attackers and killed them both. Within the past hour, there were two more attacks. In the first, a terrorist was killed while trying to stab a border guard police officer at the Mizmoria checkpoint near Harhoma in Jerusalem. The officer saw the terrorists running at him with a knife and opened fire. No officers were injured. The second was an attempted stabbing near the Liberty Bell Park. The attacker failed and ran away. The woman who boxed him was not hurt. Police are currently taking a report. Now let's have a look at the weather. 
It has really been beautiful the past few days here. And it is today as well. The bright, sunny sky is 70 degrees. I don't know what your weather's like in New York, but here it is stunning, absolutely gorgeous. Are you kidding? It's, 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 <laughs> it's, one, it's one degree here. No, no way. It's no one. Way. I think. Is it really? I think it might sound better. Let me just. Let me just. Yeah, it's one degree here. <laughs> um, let's see. I just want to check one thing. Uh, if I if I have this, it, it, yeah. Okay. No, I I thought that. Wait, yeah, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. Is it one Celsius or is it truly one? <laughs> well, one Celsius would be so much better because right now it's negative. <laughs> Right, right now it'd be negative seven, seventeen Celsius. That's what I was actually looking up. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's one degree, but but I still have my I, I still have short sleeve shirt on, so it doesn't matter to me. It's fine. I may I, if I go out right if I if I go outside, I may actually put on my jacket. I may put on my jacket. We'll see. I, I'm so eternally grateful that this year I didn't have to do winter in New York. <laughs> I am so grateful. <laughs> Clear skies tonight and the low. The low here is, guess what the low is? Take a guess. Um, the low, wait, wait, wait. wait. No, the, low, the low today is going to be 50 <laughs> degrees, right? Ah, that's right. No, 52. Wow, okay. At the time that I announced it this morning uh, with, with the weather and Jerusalem of 66 going down to a low of 50. That was uh, what it is there. Oh, no, man. Two more degrees. Two more degrees. Wow. <laughs> it's, up more, it's up more degrees than we have here total. <laughs> <laughs> more reasons to come and visit. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is Sunny absolutely again true. Tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to have the same thing tomorrow. And it looks like it's the same thing after that, too. It's going to be a great week. It really is. Sunny, high 68 tomorrow. Wild, it's just wild, wild, great weather, mild weather. It is, it is the month of Adar, truly. Have a great week, everyone. I'm Hannah Julian for James Sunday. That's okay. our news from Israel. Thanks, Hannah Julian. Much appreciated. You know, no better reason than... Uh, than that, since it's so warm there, if you're in the colder areas here, just absolutely hop on a plane, if you can, obviously, if you can, if you're able to, hop on a plane and uh, head over to Israel where it's nice and warm and spend the week there if you're able to take off and you can uh, arrange it and you can do it. Be uh, It'll be great for those who can. Oh boy, one degree here. Well, anyway, we'll see you next week right here on JM Sunday. Thank you, Hannah Julian. It's an exclusive to the Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to get back to the music for a bit, and then Nachum is going to actually join me on the air. So let's see, what do we have next? Um, from the album Venomar Lafonov, Yirmiya Damen. Here's Yigdal on JM Sunday.
Yigdal from the Venomar Lafanov album here on JM Sunday. Matas Wine guest with you, 8.13 in the morning. And it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you the uh, man behind the network, Nachum Siegel. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, Matis. Do you know if I would have stayed in Jerusalem for the weekend, it would be 55 degrees where I am right now? <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to say. Right here we have one degree. Sana uh, Julian was just on with the news from Israel, and she said that uh, it was 66 degrees. It's going down to a low of 52. Now, when I announced it this morning, when I started the show, the low was going to be 50. It's going to be two degrees higher. I told her that's more degrees than we have here to begin with. <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I told people before, you know what, if you can do it, those who can do it, why don't you just get on a plane, it would be great to visit Israel, and you have nice warm weather if you're in a cold place. So Yeah, they say this is a good week for weather in Israel, so for sure. I mean, Ab- it should always go, as we always say. Absolutely. It would um, be a great, great opportunity. Before we get to your trip from last week in the Kosher Halftime Show, I just wanted to mention, uh, as we did the passing of Antonin Scalia, Supreme Court Justice here in the United States, and uh, somebody who uh, was a brilliant mind. Uh, not everybody agreed with everything he said, but that's the way it goes. Uh, but certainly uh, it's going to be very interesting for the next few months to see what happens. Yeah, I just, uh, I'm getting a kick out of hearing those who believe that the president should nominate someone immediately, those who believe he should wait till the next you know, presidential cycle. I mean, right. it's, it's just so funny to see who says what and obviously why. But Sure. And the, the not funny part is obviously that... Uh, that he's gone, and uh, he was admired by many. Oh yeah, and I, I didn't even realize that he was a Jersey boy. Yeah, uh, no, no, New York. Well, New York. He he grew up oh, in he Queens. Born in, he was born in Trenton, and then grew up in Queens. In Queens, right? Correct. Uh, it was funny this morning. I was listening to the news reports, and different people were saying different things. And suddenly, I hear uh, the the newscaster say, "And uh, the spokesperson for the conference presidents of major American." And I thought, "Wow, Malcolm's going. You know, they got Malcolm to say something." And he says, presidents of major American Italian organizations. <laughs> so I have to ask Malcolm if he's going out on a franchise here. <laughs> exactly. I guess we're not the only ones that have a conference. No, no, absolutely not. But, you know, yeah, certainly, uh, you know, his passing, and, uh, you know, condolences to the family. And it was apparently very sudden. He just didn't feel well and went to sleep and didn't wake up. And he was <sighs> 79 years old, so... Yeah, it will be uh, interesting politics for the next few months. Oh, that's for sure. So last week, you began, you were on the air with us on Sunday morning. We talked about the kosher halftime show. And then, uh, and you educated me a little bit on, uh, on football, a little bit more. Uh, it was, a, it was a decent game. But when, uh, when the kosher halftime show came on and I had it on the TV, it, it, it was amazing. I mean, you've had them on before. You had Lipa, and you had the band there, and you and you were there, of course. You had the audience, the doghouse, Teaneck Doghouse, and it, the energy was so amazing. The the projection of it was so amazing. It was just a, an amazing halftime show. Yeah, it, it's funny. It was amazing in its simplicity, and I'm I'm sorry if I'm shaking. I'm in a hooded sweatshirt trying to understand why this apartment, which is always boiling, is freezing right now. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it, it was amazing in its uh, it's in, in its simplicity that um, you know not a lot of shtick. There was some obviously because Leap is there, but uh, really a straightforward, great performance with a wonderful orchestra. Uh, he did a great job, and now the proof is in the reaction. The proofs in the reaction were over thirteen thousand views. Wow. We've got uh, you know I mean it hasn't even been posted yet for a week. Tonight right. I guess officially will be a week. 
uh, to 13,000 views. I anticipated growing and growing. A lot of Leafa fans out there, and obviously a lot of people hearing about it from us constantly. Oh, yeah. So a lot to be proud of, and I think the sponsors are happy, and I know that the uh, the viewers are happy. And uh, it was a very tight, very well-produced, and uh, really excellent show. If anybody who hasn't seen it yet, Kosher Halftime Show 2016. Kosher Halftime Show 2016. Go to the web. Enjoy it. Leapus performances are always fun. This one was particularly fun. Teaneck Doghouse was a great place. The Shema Orchestra and their help with the brand new band of uh, Nochi Kron, Yosef Kron and Company was fantastic. A lot of great sponsors, which you'll see, with good commercials for a uh, kosher halftime show. Uh, the YU spots were really fun. Shari Tzedek's spot was excellent again. Yeah, um, those, those were great spots that you yeah, had. You'll, you'll have a chance to see some really good quality stuff. And like I say, there's nobody like Lipa. We had a feeling that he would really escalate us to the next level, and in fact, he did. Oh, yeah, that, that is absolutely for sure. Uh, I... Uh, I think that it'll continue. This is the third one, and it's going to continue for years to come because it is a a great thing to have uh, as an alternative. Um, I hear that the other halftime show wasn't that great, by the way. The one, yeah, it did not get really, good reviews. No. I didn't see any of it this year. It did not no. get good reviews. People were not happy with it across the board. It seems. But here, and here it, it more than makes up for it because. Uh, it was great. So, you know, watch it again and again. Get every nuance because there's a lot there. There are even people, you know, if you just want to see the people in the audience that were there when it was panned to the uh, the audience, you, you see a lot of people that, you know, didn't even realize at first were there. Um, so. Yeah, and a lot of people, by the way, watched it. And I don't remember who the most recent one to tell us is. I think in Israel we heard this comment. A lot of people watched it with a 100 other people. Wow. Or with a, or with a big right. crowd because right. it was shown. A lot of places showed both halftime shows. You know, just the, yeah, so a lot of people saw it um, in, in venues where they were not able to concentrate on all the details and stuff. So it is worth going back and watching it. So right after your um, kosher halftime show was aired, you get up in the morning, go into JM and the AM, and then you head to Israel. That must have been also an amazing experience. The, the programming from Israel was phenomenal. The video, oh, the audio, I mean, it was just absolutely amazing. Being on the roof of Aisha Torah and looking across to the hotel, you know, it's it's not as good as being there, but it was an amazing, amazing uh, show. Uh, you must have felt phenomenal getting there and being part of that and, and bringing the Jewish unity concept to Israel. Well, speaking of uh, weather, we really, really lucked out that day. Yeah. Tuesday, the weather was spectacular, and boy, did Harabayat look good. Uh, behind us as we were doing the show, and the musical component was great. But I think what the first point you made was really uh, something that hit me as we were landing on uh, Friday morning back in New York, and that is that um, we we landed in Israel, it must have been about 7 o'clock in the morning, okay. on Tuesday. And by the time the day ended, we had we had done already two great shows, one for, with uh, Ohad Moskowitz and company, from the Asia Torah Porch, as you mentioned, overlooking Harabayat, a live lunch that we did at the uh, Inbal Hotel that night. And it was just like, it, it was hard to believe that we had packed so much into the first day. And you turn around, and the trip was over on Thursday night. Yeah. And we had done five plus incredible shows from Israel. Uh, three JM and the AM is a live lunch on Tuesday. Miriam Wallach's uh, That's Life. And even more, because we were checking in with Avrami on Thursday at the live lunch from Israel. So we've done so much programming and such a 
short amount of time, and the significance of it, because it wasn't just Yerushalayim with Harabai behind us. It was Rehov Dizengoff in Tel Aviv in the heart of the hustle and bustle of corporate Israel, um, bringing some spirit, and might, we might even say some spirituality with Uziah Sadok and Daniela Haviel performing on the street. That, by the way, is a video that I was told this morning uh, has uh, over, oh, I don't remember the exact statistic, but I think it's it was over 20,000 views already. They made a separate uh, video of, of that, not from inside? Right, the Daniela Javier wow. video of him playing violin on Dizengoff Street. Oh, wow. uh, has an incredible number of views and a massive amount of reach out there on social media. And uh, and that was a very special program and something we have not really done in the past. We've never done a show from Tel Aviv, so we fit that into day number two. And then day number three, the... Uh, you know the 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 incredible show from the Gush, which gave us an opportunity not just to speak to real Jewish heroes who are on the who are on the front lines or anything that's going on and be in an area that has been the site of unfortunately so many negative episodes mm-hmm. over the last couple of years uh, right there at Summit Gush. By the way, regards from Judy and Hillel Wasserman who we saw on uh, on Thursday at that ah, show. Thank you. And um, but it was, it was not just that. It was also the ability to speak openly with a 20-some-year-old Israeli soldier who was there on the spot every single day and night, uh, you know, guarding the gush and yeah. looking out for people who are driving who maybe shouldn't be or looking suspicious. And just speaking to a Jewish hero like that was unbelievable. All this is on video. Everybody can go to our website and the video section, our YouTube channel, and see all these videos of the incredible shows I just mentioned all the wonderful things that we were able to do there, uh, these interviews and musical performances, which are so unbelievable, and take great pride in it. Um, it is not easy to pack all of that into just a few days. By the time Thursday night arrived, we were already on our way back to the U.S., and for those of you who tuned in Friday morning, you heard that eventually I got to the studio yeah. and continued our Friday morning show as usual, which we also think is important to be consistent and get the uh, regular programming on. Of so course, of course. It was really just a... A whirlwind with incredible results, wonderful spirit, so many different angles that were so important to present, and I think we did it really well. Absolutely. One of the things I believe you mentioned uh, when you were in Tel Aviv, I think to the store owner, I, I, th- I think you asked him this, I apologize if I get it wrong, but I think you asked about people coming to visit and the effect that it has when people from, let's say, America or outside of Israel come to visit. Uh, and I know that you know, we we assume maybe that you go. So many people go to visit there that it's you know no no big deal. Nobody really realizes it. But I think the answer was that it's very very important, and people don't realize how important it is just to go and show that solidarity like you did. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, I know it's not easy, but we've given suggestions to communities and to people for whom it's not easy to go and uh, or to send people to represent you know communities. But look, if if you can keep Visiting Israel, they do feel the difference. They certainly feel the difference economically. They certainly feel the difference in spirit. They love when people come into La Lasagna and Rehov Dizengoff and tell, <laughs> and tell the owners that they're from the U.S. or anywhere else around the world who come to just to show support and be part of the experience in Israel. And if we had even a small role, and I think we did have at least that, a small role in reminding people how important it is to get to Israel as soon as possible, then the trip was a great success. It was really a great success in so many different ways, but 
from the tourism angle, if we were able to get that message across effectively, which I think we did, and it was really a great success. Absolutely. Well, now you also made the inroads there into Tel Aviv, like you said. It was the first show ever there. I'm sure there was a recognition factor. I'm sure a lot of people listened to the show and to the network uh, who are in Tel Aviv, and were probably well, excited that you were there. So there was definitely a curiosity. Um, there were some people that came over to us, and, and you know, we're certainly you know really curious about what was going on and who we were and what was what was happening. But uh, you know, these days people take out their cell phones, they're taking pictures and videos, and the live music enthralled them Great. for sure. And in general, Dizengoff, you know, it's funny because <laughs> you know, so it's Tel Aviv. It's, right. it's sort of. It's sort of like New York. When it's something different. unusual goes on in the middle of New York, you know, not everybody always takes notice of it. Right. So, right. so I think in this case, the same thing. You know, we were sort of part of the fabric that day. But for some people, they were very curious, wanted to see what was going on and find out who we were. Right. Great. That's that's phenomenal. I know Miriam had a great time. She was happy that Oha dedicated the song to her on the, yeah, the first show. Yeah, she got a lot show. of songs. I know. She got I mean, a lot like, of songs <laughs> dedicated to her. Yeah, obviously her influence at the network is uh, is growing. Oh, for sure. A well, lot of songs dedicated to her, it, it's and, a, uh, but well-deserved. Well, she did an amazing job. No, of course. And it's also important that you're bringing your show there, which, of course, is, is a music show, uh, and, of course, the important guests that you have. So you really brought that entire uh, atmosphere of the show to Israel, not you know, not just going and having some interviews and, you know, that's it. You have all those components. Yeah, there's no question that the musical, um, the musical part of all of this was so vital. Um, who we chose and how they performed and the way we fit them in and where they performed and with what backdrop, whether on the street or in the gush or, or on the roof, it was really, really well thought out. Yes, and that's sure. why, you know, that's why I say that Miriam Wallach has become such a great producer, a fantastic producer, because these were her visions that came to fruition and really created some fantastic uh, radio moments. Right. Did I uh, did I catch a, a picture of uh, ZK from uh, the Cruder Photography uh, uh, pictures that were taken? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, <laughs> I assume he got him. He was. One of their... Yeah, he was there and Cruder Photography oh, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, Mayor really... Cruder of Cruder Photography. ZK was there. Yoni Pollock was there from our staff. Oh, and nice. um, Jamie Turkel was working very hard here. Yeah. There's so much social media. I, I beg of you, those of you who have not yet gone to the Nathan Siegel Network Facebook update page, get to the page and look at all the phenomenal photos and see the videos and, and share them with others. There's some great material that's going on all over the place and that's being shared all around the world uh, from this trip. So take advantage. You have the day off tomorrow. You have a couple of days in the freezing cold, wherever you might be. <laughs> You know, go to the computer, take a look at the photos, take a look at the Kosher Halftime Show, see what we did from Israel, see all the great videos, enjoy the shows. There are people who are watching full shows on video. Oh, yeah. What we've done. And, and for good reason. Musical performances, you know, enhance it even more. It's a, it's a wonderful radio show with great guests, but the musical performances make it even more special to watch. Absolutely. So go, so go ahead and watch them and enjoy them. Well, the support for Israel is certainly clear, as it always is, and it's important to convey that as you've done and as you continue to do. Uh, we're actually having, in a couple of minutes, we're going to have a, a guest on, Arya Eisenberg. He's CEO of a company called Bonin Biachat. It's an educational organization. We'll find out about that. And I believe that they're based in Israel. So, uh, Excellent. You know, that, and it goes all over the world. So the connections uh, keep on keep on going. 
Uh, Nachum, thank you so much. Any uh, any final words? Uh, oh, that's it. I appreciate it. I appreciate you letting me um, share this with everybody. And that's, uh, <laughs> Our pleasure. Everybody out there, stay warm and stay focused on Israel. And, you know, to whatever degree you can incorporate Israel and its future into your own lives, into your family's lives. Enjoy the videos. Enjoy all the pictures. Enjoy all the great social media from around the world that has been... Uh, that has been focused on what we did over the last few days, and uh, I plan on speaking to everybody at JM and the AM tomorrow morning. Please, God. Absolutely. Great program continues all day long here on the stream, and you'll be on tomorrow. Uh, stay warm. Uh, bundle up if you have to. I have my short sleeve shirt on, so, you know, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be great. Thank you, Nachum. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow morning. All right. Thank you, Matthew. Good luck. Take care. Nachum Siegel right here on JM Sunday. And uh, it, it was a phenomenal trip to Israel last week. Uh, it looked it looked like a lot of fun, a lot of excitement. So, as Nachum said, go to social media, go to the Nachum Siegel Network uh, page, NachumSiegel.com. You can uh, go to the archives. You can listen to the shows, watch the shows. Really, very inspiring. Uh, we're going to go to a little bit of music, and then we'll be joined by Arya Eisenberg, CEO of Bon and Biyachad, right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.
It is uh, 8.33 in the morning, running a little bit late. Udi Davidi with uh, Karate here on JM Sunday. A little frog in my throat from the, uh, I guess, from the uh, weather. Who knows? Uh, anyway, thanks uh, to Nachum for joining me and talking about his trip to Israel the last um, in the last uh, half hour. And it gives me great pleasure right now to be joined on the air by Arya Eisenberg, who's CEO and General Manager of Bonim Biyachad, which is, uh, I guess it's an educational uh, company. And uh, good morning and welcome to JM Sunday. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So tell us, what is Bonim Biyachad? So Bonim Biyachad is a company that is based here in Israel, based in Modi'in, where I live. Mm. And it is a way that allows us to connect the uh, amazing educational talents here in Israel with the needs and uh, and some of the, the, the challenges that school, Jewish day schools uh, are facing in the United States and in other parts of the world. Basically what we offer, we work with about um, 45 Jewish day schools in North America and in other locations as well. To, when we work with those schools to create personalized online learning programs. Uh, so Whereas if a school has, let's say, a special need or um, a staffing shortage or some kind of scheduling irregularity, we're able to work with the school to create exactly what they need to fill in the academic program. And we're able to do it uh, with the teachers and, and the staff members that we have here in Israel. So it is, um, it is something that you use that, that kind of bolsters what the schools have, uh, but also fits into their normal curriculum. Is that right? Exactly. Uh, different schools use our program in, in different ways. Uh, you know, for example, we have a student at Bicultural Day School in Stanford, Connecticut, who is, he, when we started working with this, uh, this group of students, they, they, we had two or three math students that were in sixth grade on an 11th grade math level. And the school came to us and said, listen, we, we don't have, we go, we only go till eighth grade. We don't have programs that go this, this high up. Can, can you help us? And we've been working with this group now for a couple of years. We were able to uh, connect them to a teacher here in Israel, and we were able to create a program for them that was really geared specifically towards the needs of those students. And these are so, classes that uh, are, are on the grade level, obviously, that they're going, for instance, 11th grade, and these are classes taught by certified teachers, so they would get the credit needed for their schools and their individual states? Exactly. All of our teachers are experienced, they're certified, so there's never any issue with uh, with credit and, and with those types of issues. And really what we try to do is blend as seamlessly as possible into the school's current academic program. All of our classes take place live. So, for example, if uh, JEC and Elizabeth uh, comes to us for an AP biology course, which, which is a course we're, we're running, working with JEC this year to, to run, uh, the course takes place uh, exactly at the same times and during the same days that their AP bio course would take place in any case. So instead of the students going to a regular classroom, the students are uh, assigned to a classroom with the, the equipment they, they need to take the online course. Ah, so I have to ask Rabbi uh, Newman about that, Rabbi Amy Newman, who I'm sure you work with. Uh... <laughs> we're, 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 we're good friends. Uh, Rabbi Newman and I are in touch often. So this is very, uh, of course, technologically based also. So w w what's the setup in that 
classroom, for instance? Is there a, a viewer monitor? Everyone sits around. Uh, how interactive can it be? Do, do the teacher, does the teacher see the students, vice versa? Well, we, our, our basic philosophy is that we build our programs according to the current technological needs of our schools. In other words, we never want our school to have to go out and purchase new equipment. Mm. That's, that's not what we have in mind. Right. Uh, ideally, our classes are set up so that every student logs in, in as an individual, either on a laptop computer or an iPad device or, or, or something similar. And our classes are very interactive. We all know as, uh, as educators, as, as former students, that uh, classes don't work in any case with uh, students sitting and listening to a 45-minute lecture. Right. And certainly with an online class, uh, that's not our goal. So the classes are really very uh, as interactive as they possibly can be. The students are um, asked to collaborate. They're asked to do real-time activities. Sometimes we use uh, group projects. Uh, really, it really depends on the subject, but we really try to make the experience as interactive as we possibly can for the students. And when it comes to things like testing and evaluation of the students and the classes, um, I'm, I'm assuming that there's an interactive program uh, set up and uh, software that is used to do the evaluations and provide feedback. Absolutely, uh, and this is something that we work very close with each of our partner schools to, to determine the best way of doing this. Uh, believe it or not, even with all these technology, some schools still prefer the old-fashioned testing method where we'll, we'll send them their Microsoft Word or PDF document and the students will fill it in and send it back. But many of our schools also are, are becoming more accustomed to taking tests and quizzes online, and we have different platforms that we're able to use to make that possible. So it really depends on, on what the school is most comfortable doing. Uh, Ari Eisenberg is my guest. He's the CEO and general manager of Bonin Biyachad. We're talking about the educational frontiers that Bonin Biyachad is uh, bringing to the schools. Uh, do you have... Um, do you have special uh, programs uh, for, let's say, uh, if a student is homebound, maybe because of an illness or injury and has to be uh, uh, schooled at home uh, for, for a period of time, or for, uh, and also do you have uh, special education tracks for uh, schools? Sure. So, so what's so nice about our program, because it's live and because it's all geared specifically towards the needs of the students, we've had many times where students have been uh, forced to miss school because of prolonged illnesses or even because of um, last-minute uh, trips that, the, that have to be taken uh, during the course of the school year, and very often students are able to log in from other locations, uh, and, and that's, that's what makes us so nice. We, we, we had a, a funny, uh, it was kind of funny, a story last last school year where um, it wasn't so funny to the students, but it was, it, it was, it became humorous later. There was a snow day. And, I was it's funny because what I just wrote down was to say, you've just made snow days obsolete. <laughs> well, it's, so. it, it's, it's, it, you, you don't know how, how true that is. We, we, we had one school in, in the New Jersey area that, uh, insisted that um, when the snow day came that the students should log in to, to, to class as normal. It, it was an AP class, and right. the principal didn't want them to miss more, more time, and the school was closed for consecutive days. So the students really saw how Im important the, the, the class was, and, and, and it was funny because we, we kind of said to the students, "Listen, guys, this wasn't our decision. You know, talk to your talk to your principal." But but in, in, in without kidding aside, the students were really able to continue as if they were they were in school. So, and uh, you know, that's something that really. Uh, helps uh, to, 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 make, to make this work. Yeah, and on the flip side, of course, if you have a student who's uh, in the program and on, on his or her computer, 
uh, they could be actually on vacation someplace you wouldn't know, and they'd still be in school. So you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential for for this. This must be a, a you know an amazing uh, tool and very innovative uh, in the schools. It's it's not something I think that uh, has ever been done in the yeshivas, certainly in the day schools. Uh, in this scale at all. Uh, I, I remember years ago, I went to JEC, and I, I remember years and years ago, there was a student who unfortunately was in a car accident, and uh, because he was going to miss a lot of school, the phone company hooked up a special two-way speakerphone in the classroom oh, wow. so that he could hear what was going on and we could hear him. Uh, and that was like, everybody was in awe of that concept back then. Uh, but here it's, uh, you know, of course, more modern. It's taken to a totally different level. I, I imagine that the students, even though, yeah, like you said, with the snow day, uh, they might not have been too happy. But I imagine the students really excited about this. It's, it's innovative. It's it's different, a uh, different atmosphere. Sure. Well, well, look, most of our students, first of all, the fact that they get to take a class online is, is exciting in itself. Um, but also... What we represent uh, are additional possibilities. So sometimes if a student otherwise would have been put in a section or put in a group that maybe wasn't ideally uh, at his level or, or at his interest, this allows the school, many schools to create additional options. And, and we've had schools come to us to create additional AP classes, additional Judaic studies classes, additional um, even additional math classes really to, to meet the needs of, of their students. And uh, that's what's so nice about this. We're able to work together with our schools. We're able to offer classes that may not other, otherwise been offered, and we're able to do it. We make it easy. We make it work. And, uh, and really, it's, it's, a, it's generally a fantastic experience for the students that that gets to participate. That's fascinating. Now, because it's uh, geared to different schools uh, individually, I, I imagine it's the uh, schools that actually will pay for this um, and put it as part of their budget um, and then basically hire your company to do this. Am I right? So, so in most cases, that's, that's the general formula. Uh, you know, where, where a school would bring us on is because, like I said, if, if they're missing something or they want to offer something new in, the, in their academic program, so... Our general partner, is, as far as the financial piece, would be the school. But one thing we've also been able to help a lot of students with, uh, in, especially in the last year or so, is private tutoring as well. Uh, and we've had a lot of schools who have, have referred students to our service because we're able to provide, again, personalized uh, services uh, scheduled uh, at the times that work for the students. And uh, it's, it's really nice. We've heard from a lot of parents that, it's so nice for my son or daughter to be able to work with a tutor, get what he or she needs without having to deal with carpools and, and, and the other logistics that sometimes come with with extra tutoring that, that's needed. I, I want to touch on that a little bit more. First, I want to mention that Bonin Biachat is the name of the organization. Arya Eisenberg is the CEO and uh, general manager. Um, you can be reached uh, from the information I have. is uh, on The website is boninbiachat.org, B-O-N-I-M. B y a c h a d dot org, and uh, you can send um, an email to info at boninbiacha dot org. You're also on Facebook at the same name boninbiacha dot org. So this is a, a tremendously interesting concept. You're saying that in, in theory, somebody who uh, needs help in physics, let's say, or in Gemara, uh, or whatever subject could work with your organization, your company, to get tutoring. Would that be through the school, or would that be directly to you? 
So it really depends. We work in, in both in both ways. Sometimes we'll have a school that will come to us and say, listen, we have these couple of students that need a little bit of extra enrichment, a little bit of extra help, and it'll go through the school. Other times it'll be uh, a private arrangement. You know, one of the things we're always able to do with the permission of the, of the parents and, and of course, the, the teachers involved is even when it is private, we're able to kind of act as the bridge between the the student and the school. So, for example, we'll go to that student's physics teacher and we'll say, what does he need to be working on? Where are his weaknesses? What, what, is, what should he be using this time to do? Mm-hmm. And we can make sure that the time is best uh, utilized. So are you, are you set up yet as a, as an organi- as a company uh, to, to the extent that if somebody needed help on a test this coming Thursday in a subject, they could email you today and you might be able to make a, a, you know, get a teacher and hook up some private sessions before the test? We, we are all about uh, last-minute services. <laughs> we, we have a tremendous, uh, you laugh, but, but uh, yeah. it's, it's true, um, we, we have a tremendous uh, staff on hand here in Israel. We, we have about 30 teachers on our staff in all different uh, general studies and uh, Judaic subjects. And uh, we really, that's why we're here. We're here to be able to help students, to help schools. And whether it be a last-minute need, whether it be something that's going to be long-term, uh, we've really seen the, the results, and we've really been able to help uh, students and schools in a lot of different ways. So absolutely, if there is a need, uh, that's what we're here for. So uh, if, if a person has ADD like myself and I need help a night before, that might not tax your uh, your abilities, right? It's, it's, look, we're always, we're always willing to try to help out. Um, you, you know, obviously with something like math and science, it's, it's generally easier than if a student, we, we had a student last year come and say, I need emergency help in my Mandarin Chinese class. And, wow, uh, it happens to be, we, we have a Mandarin Chinese teacher on our staff. We were able to help them out. And, 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 you know, so, so, so those kind of requests are a little, sometimes a little bit more difficult to do last minute, but listen, we're, we're always happy to try, and, and, right. and that's, that's, that's what we're here to do. Well, there are about, what, 12 different, uh, 12 different Chinese uh, dialects, right? There's Cantonese, and so, you know, like that's that. okay. All right, Man- Mandarin was easy, and Mandarin should have been easy. You said, I think you said in the beginning that you're affiliated with 45 schools right now. That's, that's thousands of students who are benefiting from these programs. Well, we, we really, I, this is our fourth academic year up and running, and I always tell the story, we started with three Jewish day schools that uh, started with us because they knew me and they, they believed in what we were trying to do. By the end of our first academic year, we were up to 11 schools, and we've just continued to, to grow. And what we've seen here, what this tells us is that we really have been able to help schools. There are needs for these types of programs, and, uh, and we're, we're really happy to be able to be here to, to help. Absolutely, and I'm sure that you're very successful. Uh, I'm not looking for numbers particularly, but I'm sure you can quantify uh, the uh, the students who have improved in their grades, uh, specifically based on the tutoring or the individualized uh, studies studying that you've given. So, so for, for sure. Uh, look, I, I, it's difficult, like you said, we're, we're, it, it, to give the exact numbers, but w- what we hear over and over again from our parents, from our students, uh, and even from, from the, the, the teachers and the principals in the schools is that one of the things we're able to bring is, besides the knowledge, is just that extra level of confidence that sometimes is so inte- integral and so important to a student succeeding. And what we've heard over and over again is that the fact that students are able to work with somebody who's here to help his specific, uh, his specific needs, his specific uh, uh, questions, it's really 
can make all the difference. And, uh, you know, I can tell you that most of our schools that we work with have been with us for, for, for many years. Uh, it's, you know, our schools, what we see is that they, they, they keep with us. They see that how this works and, and they, and they keep, they keep, uh, partnering with us for different types of courses and different services. So we, we see that this is working and, uh, and that really, uh, and, and, and that really says a lot, I think. Right, absolutely. Uh, if, um, if administrators and schools want to get in touch with you, uh, is the best way the uh, info at bonambiachat.org? Yeah, that, that's the best way. Uh, we, we have, oh, I always say we have that seven hour time difference, but, uh, right. I, I, I don't sleep much, so, uh, <laughs> you, you know, the, and, and, and anytime the email comes, people always ask, how do you work with schools on the West Coast from here in Mosaic? And, right. and my answer, and, and it's a true answer, we just don't sleep. So, 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 so right. that, that's what, that's what online education is all about. Absolutely. So, so anytime, we're, we're always happy to, to help out and, uh, and I'll, I'll actually be traveling to the, to the States next month, so, uh, I always try, even though we're an online service, I try my best to visit each of our schools at least uh, one time during the school year to meet the students to see how things are going. So, uh, you know, we, we always try to maintain a, uh, a personal relationship as much as possible. Oh, that is, that is phenomenal. It's a phenomenal concept because you would think that the, that wouldn't be something that could be done or that a company would do. But that's really, really uh, innovative, to I think, to do that, to actually be there. It's not just... <laughs> You know, far away, 7,000 miles away. Uh, Arya Eisenberg, thank you so much for joining us. It's a phenomenal organization, Bone and Bianca Company, and I wish you uh, lots of luck with this. Uh, it's um, it's revolutionary, I think, in the uh, Jewish well, day school movement. And, uh, well, you know, what can I say? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and really, Kolakavod to your, Nachum and to the entire team for everything that you do to uh, support Israel. And uh, we're really uh, thrilled to have had the chance to, 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 to be speaking with you today. And, and thank you again. Thank you again so much, I Eisenberg, General Manager, CEO of Bon and Biyachad, right here on JM Sunday. Uh, I'll uh, I have information in case anybody wants to um, get more details. Uh, it says, as I mentioned, bonimbiachad.org, uh, B-O-N-I-M-B-Y-A-C-H-A-D.org. You can look them up and, uh, you can, um, you can absolutely be in touch with them. It's a, it's an amazing concept. I really, uh, 45 schools, thousands of students, and, uh, I, I, I for many students, it's a great way to learn. Sometimes, uh, students don't even, um, you know, have difficulty in the regular classroom environment. This, there's so many, so much potential here with this. Uh, so really appreciate it. And my thanks again to, um, to Ari Eisenberg for joining me here on JM Sunday. Back to the music for a few minutes before we end up the show. Here is a uh, Pardes from the uh, second volume on uh, JM Sunday. Oh, 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 oh,
Since Nacho mentioned, uh, of course, uh, Ohad in, um, in in our discussion this morning about his trip to um, to Israel, I wanted to play a little bit of uh, Ohad here before we end the show. My thanks to Nachum Siegel for joining me this morning and uh, talking about the um, the great trip to Israel that he had last week and the kosher halftime show that uh, that started off the week on. Um, on Sunday night, and my thanks to Ari Eisenberg, CEO and General Manager of um, Bonin Biachat, a great educational organization. We'll find out. Uh, we'll keep on finding out about that company. I think it's really, really, um, really phenomenal that this company exists and helps so many students. Uh, next week, my scheduled guest is uh, going to be Rabbi Dov Lipman, former Knesset member in Israel. He just uh, authored a book entitled. An American MK behind the scenes in the 19th Knesset should be very, very interesting. So uh, we will uh, we will have him join us next Sunday to talk about his book. Till then, have a great week. Programming continues all day long here with uh, the music stream, great encore presentations, and uh, Nachum will be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Following which will be the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten, which is exclusive to the network, uh, the Nachum Siegel Network, NSN app, and, uh, and NachumSiegel.com. Have a great week, everyone. See you next week right here on JM Sunday.